like, subscribe, follow, comment, <laughs> ask us questions. Did you agree with this? Hey everyone, this is Rob. Welcome to the Creators Pod. Today we're going to discuss audience engagement and see how we handle working with our audiences and keeping them engaged, responding to what their issues are, their comments are, how we manage this on a day-to-day basis. And I'm going to start with Keeley because uh, you probably have the most geographically diverse group of people, at least. Definitely. Definitely. And I have a very engaged group. Audience? Yeah. Well, it's something that I seek out because I've realized that with such a small niche, I'm not going to ever be about broad ranges of followers and have millions of people who follow me and then be able to, you know, monetize any kind of offerings with them on sheer numbers. I have to really get in deep with people and make them love me, basically. Like they have to, I have to really pull them into my community and make them feel heard, make them feel understood, make them part of the whole process. So I have slowly (laughs) by trial and error learned a lot of techniques but one of the favorite things that I've started doing over the last maybe six months is using YouTube polls during my live streams and I have somebody helping me with that now so I've added them as a manager behind the scenes and so when we look at a clip for example about a particular scenario from a match I'll come up with a question and a multiple choice answer. And the first thing I'll do is I'll start playing the clip and say, all right, pull question up. What's your call? Is this a free hit? Is this a yellow card? Is this a penalty stroke? And, you know, give them options and then people vote. And it really is a great way to get people into the content because now they're invested in hearing what I have to say near the end. And I'm trying to guide a discussion around that rule, that scenario, whatever it is to try to, I'm not trying to necessarily tell them what the answer is. I want them to sort of figure it out the right way. (laughs) So they get to the right answer by themselves, but with my help. And then, you know, they want to see if their poll question was right. So then at the end of that segment, I'll end the poll, I'll bring the results I'll, I'll literally screenshot the results and Shotter is very good at this. I'll screenshot it and I'll pull it onto my scene on Ecamm and then boom, people have that right there and they can see what the results are and we can discuss them and it might be, oh my God, it's still 50%. Why is this such a hard call to, to make? And, and that sort of thing. And it's, it's really been great for continuous engagement and people commenting on how the poll's going. All right. So let me ask you a question. So, uh, FH umpires, field hockey umpires. Yes. Um, you are, you're on Dis- Discord. Almost said yes. that incorrectly. Discord and on YouTube. Are those your two major? And do you have any other socials that support that? And at what level? I mean, where, where's your engagement? What What's the highest level of engagement do you get next, you know, down the line? For your particular audience, where do they love to talk to you at? Well, they have to talk to me on Discord because I've made them. 
because I don't have time to answer people on DMs and, and things like that all through the socials. So social media is just a way for me to get the message out that, hey, I'm doing these live streams on YouTube. And then on YouTube, that's where I speak to a more general community and Hopefully people are discovering me there, but then inside the discord, that's where we can really get into the nitty gritty. So people will try out questions. They'll, they'll post them in the discord and we'll have a pre-discussion before I bring them up on a live stream. Or there might be a post discussion after the live stream. People are like, I don't agree with that. Or I didn't understand Keely's explanation. She's weird. And we'll, we'll work through it together. Or there'll be something that doesn't make it on the live stream because it's not interesting enough, but people still want to hear about it. And yes, it all funnels into the Discord because I've been very, very uh, firm <laughs> about how that's where I want my engagement to happen because that way I can be many to many. And all the other members of my community can chime in and help out and take over and, and it makes it possible for me to, to be able to give more value to all of those people at the same time. So are you, uh, streaming to both when you do your live YouTube events, are those going anywhere else? Are you sticking to YouTube or? I'm a, I'm a one platform woman. I don't, uh, I don't like multi-streaming. I don't want to do it. And it doesn't work for me because at least during the stream, I want everybody to be able to interact with each other there. But what I do do is I go into my, into a discord voice channel before my stream starts and have a pre-show. And let's be totally honest. That's usually where I just sit there and try to fix the scenes that I start testing and that are broken and, you know, thank you to everybody who shows up for the tailgate as like Keely that we can't hear the sound that thing's broken and they help me diagnose the problems which is really great and they, and they know that they're contributing and, and helping in the product and then I go out to YouTube and I, I shut down the voice channel because I just I, I'm not good enough to be able to to manage both at the same time and then I come back into that same voice channel after the stream's over and we have more discussions and sometimes we're talking about the concha of the street, but often it's more of the socializing time. Like, Hey, let's hang out and get to know each other better. So it's for me, it's a great combination. That's a different level of membership for that, right? I actually, when it comes to the pre and post of the live streams, that's open to everybody right now. Oh, okay. I have lots of other activities that are restricted just to people who are paying members. And that's where they get more of the, really quality engagement from me and the, the determined mentoring and the structured, structured content. Is there any point where you think that you could use discord as your only tool and, and leave YouTube or is, you know, it, it kind of goes back, you know, where is your biggest audience? Where are they used to finding yeah. you? Could yeah. you provide them with the same production on discord than, you, you know, than you would do on YouTube. Nothing against YouTube, but no, of course, of course. Uh, I think it's it's possible, but I think there's just so much benefit for all of us to have our streams going out where they can be discovered. And I'm still, you know, there there are people who it takes them three years of watching my streams, and then they show up on my server and say hi. I've been lurking for three years and I'm like, where have you been? Is it that, am I that scary? Like why, why did it take you so long to come say hi? <clears throat> and they're just not ready. It takes so many points of contact to develop trust with people that yeah. 
live streaming is such a valuable tool for that. And I don't, I don't want to give that up because that is like, that is us going out on a sequence of dates and maybe a very, very long sequence of dates before they pick up their toothbrush and grab the clean pair of underwear and then move into my server with me. And then we're in a deeper relationship. Okay. That just, yeah, I wasn't going to make it weird, but you know, okay. (laughs) I make it weird with every talk I do about discord because that's the analogy I use. Thank you very much. All the time, the toothbrush. Oh, I do. Fantastic. I, do. I was going to say, jam. you know, here's Keely's lurker of the week, but then she just flipped <laughs> that over, and you know, <laughs> I, I yeah, okay, I you've left me, uh, yeah, questioning my self worth. No, um, so moving on. So, Rich, first answer the question, and in, in for your promotions, um, uh, broadcast is on YouTube primarily. It um, is. what, yeah. So, and I, that's where I see you. That's where I see Keely. That's where I see you. Um, what, you know, what other platforms do you use for engagement just above and beyond YouTube and how do they work together? I quit doing the show live a couple weeks ago. It's more convenient to do it on a Wednesday night than Thursday during the middle of the work day. So I've made that decision. So I'm not going to do it live on YouTube anymore. We don't get that. We don't get hardly any traffic during the show, during the live show. And it's really, there's no reason to do it. I do get the stray comment here and there on the stuff I post. Most of the time I don't get much. I don't get much engagement at all. The, the shorts and the repurposed stuff that I put on TikTok and Instagram and and Twitter and everywhere else, I do get comments and, and reactions there, but oddly it's from mostly other people in my industry my competitors or my suppliers. It's not from customers. And I, I don't know if customers are lurking and just not saying anything. I have had customers tell me they've seen my stuff, but they haven't commented or reacted or anything like that. So I don't know. Maybe they don't want to commit. I don't know. Maybe they don't want to bring their toothbrush over. Maybe that's it. I don't have any idea. So I don't get much. I don't get much interaction. I do. I do the, Even if the toothbrush is is got a nice logo embossed on it, yeah, or bamboo, the whole thing. Yeah, they don't. They don't bamboo, right? Something. I, I do get trolls though. I do get some weird. You know, everybody gets the Instagram. You know, promoted on military, whatever, or promoted on golf, whatever. We get. We all get those, but um, on YouTube, I get weird ones that. You know, the guy's been a YouTube member for. 10 years and he doesn't have any videos up and you know, that kind of thing. And they post some weird random comment, like, I don't know, just nice video or something stupid generic. And I just wonder what people are doing, what, the, what they're up to. Um, so anyway, I do get that kind of stuff, but you know, audience, again, sorry about that. I'll stop shit. commenting on your videos. <laughs> what are these people doing? Complimenting you on your videos. Nice video. What's your yeah, it's, complimenting me. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just very confusing. I mean, they don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just weird. I don't understand the, the end game. So, well, well, but Rich, when when a YouTube viewer loves a YouTube creator, they never mind. Um, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? It's the random. No, the I do. I comments. do. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. Oh, I know. Nothing I know. constructive. Well, I mean, and if they, if they said something specific about our, what you said here at one twelve was a great. Point or this was stupid. If they would go either way and make a commitment, but they don't say anything, mm-hmm. leave a generic comment. That's just I don't understand the point. Right? No, I get that. So. I get that a lot. Yeah, I understand that. So Michelle, so of of all the different platforms, 
what is your primary, what is your support, and where do you engage with your people the most? For me, it's YouTube. I am I'm on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, still new to the Instagram thing, even though I've been on Instagram forever. But you know, uh, it's uh, we're, let's not talk about it. I'm just there for for um, for discovery, and the same for Facebook. So I'm there for discovery. But I went in, I went all in on YouTube like three years ago. And at the time I was doing something different. Um, so I have two channels, but the one that I've been focusing on in the last three years has been, you know, my, my current branding uh, channel. And I'm starting to see engagement, which, you know, cause for a while it was, just, it was just like a lonely, very lonely place where you're out there, you're putting stuff out every single day and you're asking yourself, why am I doing this? <laughs> I was like, why? But now it's funny. Um, I started changing up my strategy a little bit and asking questions, you know, leaving pinned comments and things like that and asking questions within the video, uh, where giving them a call to action to say, hey, you know, let's talk in the let's talk in the uh, in the comments below. And it's starting to work. So I'm actually the last. Let's see. In January, I did a blitz where I was doing a video a day for a, a for a challenge, and I'm doing the same thing now this month. And this is the most engagement that I've ever had, where we're actually going back and forth, answering questions, or you know, I get a really nice comment, and then we'll go a little bit deeper, and it's just we're forming relationships in these com- in these conversations, which is kind of nice for me because it's like, oh my gosh, somebody, oh, I got a new pen pal. It's like back in the, remember back in the eighties when we had pen pals, <laughs> right? So it's like, oh wow, I get I get to talk to someone else. So um, so yeah, so at some point, at some point, I do also have a Discord server. Um, I'd like for things to end up there. But at, at this point right now, I just kind of want things to be a little bit more consistent. Um, and it, so it's coming. That's that's kind of happening right now. Um, I kind of really just want to stay focused on YouTube. This just be a one platform pony, you know, where I'll put stuff on the other places. But I really want to just focus it on YouTube and have all my stuff there. I mean, truly, it's just easier. Because it's a lot of work trying to keep up with what's going on in the Facebook land. And Facebook, for me, is a time suck. Facebook and Instagram and TikTok are time sucks for me. I know this. And I'm like, even though I know what it could do for your business and all that kind of stuff, man, anybody got time for that? Yeah. No, I get that. I, I yeah, during the, during the campaign, having to interact with people I didn't have the choice of what platform, you know, it was thrown at me. And and that could have been email. A lot of the times it was emails. Um, But, you know, all of a sudden I was getting Instagram comments. And, you know, as you know, I'm a photographer and you think that I would be more embracing of Instagram. But no, not really. And all of a sudden here I was trying to log into a Facebook, you know, uh, management tool that was written by children from hell uh, to try and comment on, on Instagram posts. I probably could have gone directly to the post, but they funnel you into 
this business management thing, whatever, and you're trying to respond to people. And, you know, let's let's be honest, you know, uh, we're not, you know, we don't need more technology. We just need the technology that we have to work better. I'm out with you, brother. That, thing, that, meta, that meta business thing is bullshit. I, I'm all I, about it. Yeah, it's the absolute it. worst. No good. Yeah. It. This, this, the, the first thing I did when I could was deactivated all of my campaign stuff so no one can comment to me anymore through those channels. And I'm very happy for that. Um, I think the other thing that, that people do for engagement, and I, you know, I'll stop here to, to make that joke, is that you know, most of the uh, YouTubers that I uh, follow will just stop in, in mid-conversation and say, hey, now remind you that the Creator's Pod is both on YouTube and as a podcast. So this does not work well for us necessarily, but they'll stop in the middle of their YouTube video and go, hey, by the way, if you like my content, please like this video. Or they'll say, hey, you know, they'll ask you a question that you can comment on in the comments. Hey, you know, I was mentioning my fa- my favorite uh, cruise blogger, and he'll always go, have you been on this particular cruise ship, leave a comment below on what you thought, whatever engagement, but you have to ask for that engagement. You have to ask for that, you know, Hey, I'm Rob. I'm on the creators pod. Thank you for listening today. I hope you listen to our next episode. That would be to me, you know, a certain level of asking for that next step, that engagement. Thank you for listening today. We hope today was good. I'm not doing the end of the broadcast right now, but I'm, you know, I'm specifically <laughs> saying that there sure. are points that we have to uh, get out there and sit in and ask for that involvement directly while we're on the videos. And we can't just expect it in the comment sections. We have to ask for it in the comment sections. Now, Alec, tell me, all right, where are, you know, what platforms are you using? I know that you've got a class coming up that, um, that you're doing and you've gotten a number of people signed up for that. But in your normal everyday, uh, you know, day-to-day YouTube channel, what are the different things do you use? Do you have a discord channel? Do you have what, you know, what, how do you find people? How do you let him answer the question, Rob? (laughs) Um, Cause I can't, I have to ask it for it. First. <laughs> that's very true <laughs> it's hard to get someone to answer without asking first <laughs> um but no so i am on youtube primarily um i do direct people to discord so the the issue that i've got with um youtube and in fact one of the the sort of motivators behind me putting this down as a potential topic was this whole idea of handling comments and it's a little bit that in some respects the youtube commenting is a little bit broken um because it only ever really tells you like the first comment um and unless you have you know email notifications turned on and stuff like that it's very hard to actually follow a thread of a conversation um so if somebody leaves a comment you see the initial comments i'll reply to it but then i'm not getting notified necessarily like when somebody replies to my reply um and so that's like a little bit of an issue that i have with with youtube comments um so the discord is obviously the best place to have a a follow-on conversation about all of that um the idea of having all of these other platforms though a couple of you have mentioned like the idea of things being a time suck and managing all of that that's the other thing that i really struggle with actually is just keeping on top of all these comments like keeping on top of the youtube comments i'm actually well behind every so often i'll just say right well 
rather than catch up. I've just got to start from the beginning and try and work my way back. I don't have as much of an issue with email management, but I see commenting when you've got like a just a flood of stuff coming in that it can be quite, uh, to use the O word, <laughs> like overwhelming in terms of like keeping on top of it all. And that's the issue that I, I have. That's the big thing that I have with comments because I don't like to think that somebody's commented and I've not replied. But at the same time, uh, as with everything, there is only a certain amount of time in the day. And how much time do you spend answering comments? Because a lot of the comments that I get because of the type of content that I'm creating are not just, you know, oh, great video or something like that or crap video, whichever it is. Um, but they tend to be more things like, uh, I'm trying to do this thing with uh, Keyboard Maestro and I've put these details in and I want to do this, but then now this thing is not working and this part of the macro isn't. Um, could you suggest a better way or something? Now, I'm not like tech support, obviously, but I do like to give full answers to these things. And that's where I really struggle is like finding the time to say, I've got a comment. It's not just a case of, oh, thanks. You know, thanks for the comment. I've got to think like, right, well, how much time am I going to actually allow for putting into a structured and organized and helpful response to that? And it's something that I really struggle with in terms of keeping on top of it. In fact, I'm not on top of it. I'll just put that out there right right now. Um, so that's where I'm coming from, really. And directing people into Discord is a much better way of doing this because two things. Um, first of all, there are potentially other people that can have their input as well. Um, so although you might watch a video and then have some sort of comment, or sorry, read the comments, and you might have some input. So sometimes other people will comment on other people's comments in YouTube. Um, but actually the benefit of giving somebody a really full response to their YouTube comment for potentially only them to get the benefit of it is, um, uh, is, a, is a waste, really. Uh, so sending somebody into Discord where you can give a, a full response and then everyone else in there can see it as well is just such a much better way to uh, to handle these things. And so that's what I'm trying to drive people. I do get bogged down with people messaging me in Instagram Messenger, uh, Facebook Messenger, especially in Facebook Messenger, where if we aren't friends, it goes into a separate bucket, doesn't it, that you've got to go through and have a look and say, all right, this is, you know. And I get caught out by that all the time, that somebody has messaged me uh, and because I'm not checking Facebook Messenger, um, I don't tend to have a lot, I don't tend to use that a lot. Um, so if I don't see the little thing to say that there's a message in there uh, which doesn't show up if somebody is not a friend that's messaged me i'll often not see it and so that that uh <laughs> that makes me feel bad that i've not responded to somebody um who messaged me yeah, a week ago or two ago um because they've just messaged me on some other platform there are too many ways to get in contact so to your point though about the call to action actually telling people you know leave a comment like and subscribe i don't do that as much as i probably should because i know that it does have a direct impact because i i'll be watching a video and i'll hear somebody say that and i'll go oh yeah i haven't done that yet like subscribe it's like i do need that that prompt so it does work i need to i need to get better at that but also being more conscious about telling people to you know take the conversation over to to discord as well no, you you have to ask that. You have to direct them toward whatever platform you want them on. And and I see that, you know, here it's the, you know, I've got I've got them over here in Discord and I have them over here in YouTube. We really aren't hearing the use of Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or, uh, you know, whatever the other platforms are. I'm a little surprised I haven't heard uh, about LinkedIn. But, um, you know, overall, in terms of what I do, I, you know, um, it's really strange in my professional life, 
radiologists like Twitter. They love Twitter. They're very engaged on Twitter. So for that particular part of my life, I have to focus on Twitter and seeing where they're at and what they're talking about. And and then they post the case of the day and you have to look at some x-ray of somebody whose hand has been blown up by something. The fun stuff. But um, you have to, you know, uh, work with them there. And they're not even on LinkedIn, really. They're not even, you know, you would think a professional platform like that, you know, a profession like that would be there. But no, they're on Twitter and that's where I have to engage. So you go where they're, you know, you go where they're at. I'll probably, I do know that um, a group of radiologists did start a Discord server. But unless you have, uh, uh, yeah, unless you are a radiologist, a board, U.S. board certified radiologist, they will not let you in, which, okay, I get that. It's your clubhouse, kids. Have fun. There's something else that a couple of you mentioned, actually, just to uh, to take it from the radiology pod to uh, creators pod. <laughs> um, when we were talking about uh, commenting, and a couple of you mentioned about lurking, and there's this thing of people lurking, the people who are watching your videos and not actually interacting or commenting. And I've got to say, before I got onto YouTube, I had never commented on anybody's video ever. I, I just never done it. And I would go to YouTube, I'd consume all this stuff. And I don't know why I uh, I didn't. I just, I would go there to to learn something. And I just never commented at all on anybody's uh, video. And it was only when I, I was doing it myself that I realized that, oh yeah, it's actually quite good feedback when people comment and uh, and leave, you know, interact. And not only that, it does actually help, you know, YouTube sees that sort of engagement as well. And I don't know why I was so uh, foolish to have not sort of considered that side of it before. Um, I guess I had a sort of different different view of it. But I totally understand why people, you know, the vast majority of people are watching. Um, I don't know, it's like 10% or something might be the ones that are commenting. Same when you're on a live stream, you'll see that there are, you know, however many people watching it. Um, and then the names that are coming up is significantly fewer names than, than you've got actual viewers. So there is this thing of people lurking. And I don't know if some people feel... Um, uh, w- whether it's they're self-conscious about engaging and and you know putting putting their name onto a, a video or something like that, I'm not quite sure why uh, why that is. But um. well, social media is a dumpster fire, and let's face it, you can't make a comment on the internet right now, e- even if it's well-intentioned, mm-hmm. without people reading it and taking it negatively somehow. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, it, you've, and no one has, you know, as Michelle says, no one has time for that. So, <laughs> you know, uh, that part. if, if I really want to, she's right. Boo's right. Um, if I really want to, you know, message somebody about something, I will try and see if I can direct message them first. But, um, you know, if it's Tom Buck or, if it's you know some of the other creators that that I'm I watch, I'll I'll leave a message on YouTube, I'll make a comment on YouTube or whatever uh, like that because I know you know at least the creator understands the source it comes from and and whatever and if they really had questions about my comment, they know how to get a hold of me. So you you mentioned Tom Buck there. I've got a little funny way that my mind works <laughs> in something specific that I noticed with him. So. Um, I know that he's obviously getting a flood of comments all the time. I know that he must really struggle with keeping on top of it. And so I actually don't comment on his 
main things, even to just say great video, because I know that Tom being Tom will go through, he'll like it, he'll want to respond to it, to, to acknowledge it. So I don't want to add to his workload because I know that, you know, with 100,000 subs uh, and the amount of views he gets, he's probably inundated. So I specifically don't comment on his main videos because of that. However, I often comment on his Tombuck2 uh, channel because he's, he's only got like less than a thousand. And somehow I see that as like, oh, it's a different, it's a smaller channel. He's not getting as many comments. However, right. it's and still the, the same the, guy. The so I'm need, still... <laughs> yeah. The level of por- the importance of his second channel is, you know, uh-huh. different. Or, you know, in the case, you know, in the case that he's got the subscriptions or a Patreon or whatever like that, mm-hmm. you've got kind of a different level of engagement and commitment to him. Mm-hmm. That and this could be for anybody that with a Patreon or a subscription or whatever that they'll they'll take the time out because you've been around for a while and you're financially supporting them. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't want to bother him that much mm-hmm. either. But when he does make a dad joke and a bad dad joke, I do feel the necessity to call. Well, him. that's every video. <laughs> that, yes, that's I know. every one of his videos. Surely, <laughs> yeah. definitely, yes. All right. Well, excellent conversation on this topic. Um, We'll probably end up coming back to it because as anything we do, platforms change and how we engage with people change. And so we'll have discussions on this uh, down the line. So thank you for listening today. Thanks for hopping into our Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you would subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell all of your friends. Check out the video version on our YouTube channel, Creators Pod. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media, Alec Johnson, Dina Taylor, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, Rob Balls, and me, Keely Dunn. Thanks, friends. So obviously, now that can be used against me. <laughs> <laughs>